Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, my name is Simon Miller. I watch wrestling sometimes, so we're going to review it. Welcome to Ups and Downs. <laughs> right, there you go. Don't say I don't cater for everybody in the audience. That was for those who are like, Simon, why can't you just recount the program in the most normal way possible? <laughs> That's what it'd be like. It'd be like somebody came out to the ring and they had a wrestle. And then this person won. Look, if you want that, I'm sure there's somebody out there doing it. But it ain't happening here. Otherwise, yes, hello, my friends. My name is Simon from What Culture. It is a pleasure to see you on this lovely morning, afternoon, evening, whatever the hell it may be. And given that WWE just had a wrestling show, I put my brain together and decided, well, let's review it. Let's upload that. <laughs> Right, do you know how we always talk about the WWE needs a new star and we need to get someone that's super duper popular and get them engaged with the crowd? Well, I have picked my individual, and I think everybody else has too, is flipping Pat McAfee. Because Michael Cole was in the ring to start SmackDown and he introduced Pat, who just came out to a thunderous evasion. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh, Pat McAfee is here, we love you. He also apologized for the fact that he had missed SmackDown last week and that Corey Graves filled in. <laughs> So I'm sure that got him some brownie points with some people. And that he was okay after the attack by Happy Corbin after Money in the Bank. But then he also told us, hey, me and Corbin used to be friends back in the day. And actually then he was okay, whereas today he's a dick. He then went on to say, even though the WWE hasn't gone PG-14 just yet, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, he's still going to whip his ass at SummerSlam is when Happy Corbin turned up on a big screen. He said the McAfee should shut the hell up and just go back to what he's good at doing, being a commentator, and then told us he has some kind of rash. I think he said he thought it was monkeypox. Therefore, he can't come to the ring, but he will see Pat at the pay-per-view. Yeah, premium line event. Now, thankfully, when we cut back to McAfee, he was like, well, that is the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. But it does actually make sense, because, of course, now we don't want them to touch until they do get into their fisty cuff at the hottest event of the summer. And then McAfee was like, you know what? Let's get on with the show. And he introduced Liv Morgan. And I tell you, one, Pat McAfee is a tremendous baby face. Two, Happy Corbin is a great heel. We know that. And three, who the hell knows why? I cannot wait for this match. And actually, when I go through the card, it may be what I'm looking forward to the most. Up. And then thankfully, the SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan did indeed beat Natalia. And I say thankfully, 
because I had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, Natty's gonna win. And that's mostly because they called this a championship contenders match, because we can't say number one contender match anymore for some reason. And usually what WWE does is they have the non-champion beat the champion, but here we didn't do that, which is really smart, because it breaks the humdrum. And next time we have one of these, you can be like, oh, I don't know which way it's going to go. Otherwise, this was all right, but yes, there were a few miscommunications here and there. But as we have said before, and as I would always say, can we stop jumping on people's backs because of this? They're just human beings, as always. Imagine you were a data entry person and you hit a four instead of a five and somebody shouted through the window, <laughs> you absolute botch son of a gun. You'd be like, that's not fair, it was a mistake. And it was mostly back and forth stuff, although at one point Natalia was gonna put the sharpshooter onto Liv Morgan on the ring apron. And I was like, I know it's the hardest part of the ring, but does that make a difference? But she wasn't able to do it, but I'll tell you what she did do, she pushed Liv into reading a ring post. It was a really cool bit though, where Morgan, being the top tier babyface that she is, kipped up and then hit a release German suplex onto Natalia, and then yeah, Natty put her in the ankle lock, because that's Ronda's move. Morgan was able to get out of it, she hit the oblivion, one, two, three, and we were done. It's fine. Hannah Braxton flew into the ring after this, and I tell you, she is becoming my favorite person on the show because she's such a troll. Because even though it was two different matches on two different days, she went, oh yeah, nice victory. But you want to know what happened last week? Ronda Rousey faced Natalia, and she did a better job than you. Liv did admit that she was the underdog, but she's still going to win at SummerSlam. And the best thing about Morgan is that you can script her with all the silly stuff that WWE always does, and she gets away with it because she's so damn likable. Like, she could get a microphone and say, I am the washing machine of destruction. And I'd be like, yeah, you are, Liv, yeah. Just make sure she wins at the premium live event. Otherwise, I tell you, people are going to be mad. Also, that does count as a clean finish, so bring it down. Goes up to 18. Theory was then out here playing Nintendo when he got interrupted by Paul Heyman. Now, I've just realized I can't make this joke anymore because in the last 24 hours, there is actually a picture going around the internet of Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> playing Breath of the Wild on the flipping Nintendo Switch. So I'm just gonna level with you. It's a basketball joke. If you know, you know, and if you don't know, you don't have to worry about it. Heyman, of course, was trying to convince Theory not to cash in at SummerSlam, because he could go out there and get him a headline main event match with Roman Reigns at some point in the future. Now, of course, Theory wanted nothing to do with this, but it was kind of hinted that maybe, just maybe, Paul Heyman and Theory could become a team. Or maybe I'm just pulling at straws. Now look, I don't want to see Paul screw over Roman again, but I do think there would be something with that pairing. But yeah, again, just to draw a line under it, he was like, no, I'm not doing it. I shall cash in at SummerSlam. So I guess that's what I'll do. The New Day were out next, and we have now got to the part of the timeline where they can do whatever the hell they want, and I will enjoy it. This was true again tonight, because they came out as the new raid, or they were dressed up as the Viking Raiders. And when they got in the ring, Xavier Woods started talking like a pirate and Kofi was like, we're meant to be Vikings, you idiot. You did not get the right voice. And then got even better because the real Viking Raiders turned up and the New Day were like, imposters, I can't believe this is happening. And just when the bad guys were about to jump the good guys, Woods got some kind of horn, huh? He blew it, which summoned Shanky into Mahal, who helped the New Day beat up the new vicious Viking Raiders. This was my face for a while. <laughs> what is going on? They also all danced in the ring afterwards as Michael Cohen, oh, well, as you can see, the Viking Raiders fell for their trap. 
I was like, what trap? When did these four get together as a group? But I can't lie, it was so silly, it was so ridiculous, I was so entertained by it, and something deep down in my tum-tum was like, this is all I want from wrestling these days, which on the down low may very well be true. But Shanks and Jinder are now friends again, the baby faces, all right, why not? But they had such a good interview with Gunther and Ludwig, and while I am a bit worried that WWE's gonna break this team off, which they should not do, the whole tension between them rocks. Because Gunther was telling his friend, not friend, look, you lost once, you better not lose again. Also, how are you gonna explain that to Bowser? And that next week, he shall be having a rematch with Shinsuke Nakamura. And just to teach him his lesson, Gunther got his hand and he chopped the living crap out of Ludwig. And I tell you, this is working to such a degree, I think Gunther could be world champion in 2023. I mean it. And then it was Lacey Evans versus Aaliyah. Kinda. I mean, it made sense on paper, but as ever with WWE, we didn't get it. Because instead, Lacey Evans went to do her entrance, and as she didn't get the appropriate response, she did it again, and then 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 she did it again. And when she got in the ring, she grabbed a microphone and said, look, listen to me. I may not be better than all of you, but you are not better than me. I'm like, man, are we watching Barney? And as always, Lacey's whole point was that after she'd done all the videos that painted her as a hero, which is true, the fans still decided to boo her. She kind of pretended she was going to apologize, but once again, everyone's like, we hate you, Lacey Evans. So she told us to go to hell. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. And I Google it, 
That's not something that we're able to do. Eventually she just walked out the ring, which meant Aaliyah was just looking at her, which was a bit strange. But I will say this, Lacey Evans is very good on the microphone and she is very good at this character. I'm just a little bit disappointed because I thought we should have gone longer with her baby face run. However, she does do this very well. So I am intrigued, although we're gonna have to do something different next week. We can't just do this again. So I'm giving it a tentative up. We shall wait and see. Where the real problem lied is that Drew McIntyre then came out, and as well as the Lacey Evans things, which we did seven days ago, we did the exact same thing with Drew and Sheamus that we did last week, although this time, we couldn't even be bothered to explain it. Because we were told that it was gonna be Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre, and yet when the Brawling Brutes got to the ring, Butch just ran over to the ring bell, went ding, 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 which meant for some reason, it was now Drew versus Ridge Holland. Once again, I was doing this because my body couldn't process it. Now, of course, what we are doing here is that eventually we will get Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus with the winner going to Cash at the Castle to have a title shot. And WWE has looked at the diary and said, we're really close to SummerSlam. We should do Drew versus Sheamus there. And you are correct, but why didn't you just have Sheamus come out three weeks ago and say, hey, Drew, you're going to have to go through me, boys, before you get to me. And lo and behold, that could then be at the pay-per-view. Yeah, premium live event. So all of that was stupid down. McIntyre would have won this in seconds too if it wasn't for those meddling kids or Seamus who kept distracting. And really the story of this is that McIntyre was doing all of the Irishman's moves as Michael Cole on commentary was like, oh man, that McIntyre, he does it even better. Pollard also pushed Drew into reading the ring post at one point, which is absolutely WWE's new go-to spot when they need to switch things around. But yes, eventually Butch tried to get involved. It didn't work. Rich Holland got claymored, one, two, three, and as soon as he was done, McIntyre looked at Seamus to say, you're next. So once again, it was okay, but the absolute setup was nuts, but I enjoyed the action so it could get an up. Also, bring it down, clean finish, 19. Paul Heyman's master plan was then revealed. This was good. Because Madcap Moss was being interviewed before his match with Theory when Paul found him and basically said the same stick to him as he had said to Theory, or he's trying to manipulate him so that he'll stop Theory from cashing in a SummerSlam. He also promised him that Reigns would give him a future main event, and of course Madcap said no to this and also followed up with, you sound like you're a bit worried about a cash-in. I was like, yes, Madcap, he made that perfectly clear. We need more teasers like this throughout the show, especially when it comes to theory, because I may miss somebody out here, but as far as I know, he is feuding with Madcap Moss, he is feuding with Dolph Ziggler, he is feuding with Paul Heyman, he is feuding with Brock Lesnar, He's feuding with Roman Reigns and he's feuding with Dolph Ziggler. I may have actually done some repeats there, but that is six people. What a guy. I then lost my mind because we were told next week the maximum male models will back. And not only are they going to be showcasing their beachwear collection, but Max Dupree's sister, Maxine Dupree, is going to be on the show. So WWE, please listen to me. Make this the worst thing you've ever done in the history of the company. Because I promise if you get that right, it's going to be so good. We also then did get Moss versus Theory. and We're going to do a quick quiz. So get your pens and paper out. And please choose one of the two following options when it comes to the finish. Now, option one is that they had a really good match. We selected a winner, but both their careers were enhanced because we thought about it beforehand. Or option two, WWE didn't want anybody to win. So they shouldn't have booked the match in the first place and it ended with a DQ. That's right, <laughs> it's number two, it ended in a disqualification 
really sick of disqualifications. It's even more of a shame because these two are getting pushes right now and have actually been handled pretty well the last few weeks. Also, the commentators were like, oh my gosh, Madcap Master Theory, they're the future of the industry. And once again, if you have selected these men, that's exactly what we should be doing. There was this terrifying moment when Moss caught Theory in midair and almost dropped him on his head. I was like, oh my gosh, that was too close to call. And I think both of these guys realized we have seen a lot of Rita the Ring post on this episode of SmackDown. So that you, Simba the Steel, steps instead. I suppose it counts. They were getting the right reaction too because Madcap was getting cheered and Theory was being called an asshole. And then just when he was about to lose, he went to the outside, keep your eyes closed, pretend it's not real. He got his briefcase, he hit Madcap Moss, and that was it. I just didn't need it and it felt like a stupid thing to do, so I'm also going to break my own show as I do from time to time. Enjoyed the match up, like the fact these two are getting a push. But yeah, that ending, down. It was a nice surprise after this though because Sami Zayn came out and he was like, listen to me, Siri. I am an honorary member of the bloodline and I don't appreciate what you're doing to Roman Reigns. Zayn's arm was in a sling too and I was like, I can't remember why his arm would be in a sling. So I hope he's okay. Theory was like, you're an injured man. How the hell are you gonna do anything to me? Which is when the Usos music hit. I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. Everybody cheered. I think they're meant to be heels. Moss also used this to get his revenge because he threw Theory <laughs> into Rita the Ring Post, but I suppose we did need to do that. And then, yeah, this set up our main event. Because it was Angelo Dawkins taking on Jimmy Uso and fair play to WWE. They've come up with an idea for this match and they're running with it. Why not? Sammy was also on commentary throughout all of this, which is always nice. And fair play to Dawkins because he has gotten so much better over the last few months and he is taking every single opportunity to absolutely smash it. So when we do break up the Street Profits, don't go, oh, well, let's push Montez Ford, but not push Dawkins. Let's push both of them. Why would you have one pizza when you could have two? He also tackled Jimmy over Barry Barricade, which was a really cool spot. But when we came back from commercial, Uso was just in control. So as always, we have to put the pieces together ourselves. So I'm going to say that after Dawkins did this, he was like, oh man, poor Barry. He gets beaten up all the time. And just as he was catering to this inanimate object, Jimmy Uso flew in, beat him up. That's how he was able to get on top. This was good wrestling tennis once again, but the main reason for it was justify everything we're going to do at SummerSlam because there was shenanigans. Now, shenanigan one came after Dawkins had hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment onto Jimmy Uso, but seconds before this, the referee had been bumped, so nobody was able to make the count. Shenanigan two then came in because Jimmy Uso was able to retaliate with a super kick and he had the three, but once again, there was no referee to make the count. When they were both back to their feet, Dawkins then hit a power bomb. And by this point, the official was on his feet. But he is the worst person ever at his job because he went one, two, three, even though Jimmy Uso's shoulder was clearly off the bat. This is when Adam Pierce came out, of course, and said, well, I am sick and tired of all this bad officiating. So I have decided on the special guest referee for SummerSlam. And it's none other, I'm laughing because it was so unexpected, than Jeff Jarrett. What? Now I laughed out loud at this and there was a video package to try and justify it, but it was so out of nowhere, you may as well have just gone and the special guest referee is Simon's Nan. And that would have been very perturbing because she's been dead for years. But hey, look, good for Jeff, I suppose. Why not? He wants to be a special guest referee. Who are we to stand in his way? Then Smackdown went off air with the Street Profits and the Usos brawling. And I do like the fact that we all tied this in. But again, what do they do? Flip a coin? 
do not get it. And I would also say this wasn't the greatest end of SmackDown, but you got to do something when Roman Reigns isn't around. That's a different video for a different day. But it was entertaining, and the Jeff Jarrett thing was fun, because it was nuts. Which didn't bring us to the end of another SmackDown, and the real problem we're having right now is that you don't get much wrestling on SmackDown, and you get a lot of talking. So it's nowhere near as good as it was recently. But look, I'm in a good mood. Sun is shining. Up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles. Come follow us on social media and watch more videos and hide away from the heat. My name is Simon from What Culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. See you soon. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.